0: What's the crack? Big thank you to the sponsor of this week's podcast. No! Sorry, a horse just came in here to say the name of the brand, <laughs> which is now. And I tell you, now is where you can watch The Last of Us every single Monday. Streaming. Brand new episode there dropped, and it's great. Every episode's great. We finally got to meet these uh, raiders, these hunters that uh, Joel warned us about. And guess what? They're not nice people. Well, I mean, you know, who am I to judge? It's the end of the world. Do you know what I mean? Um, who am I to throw bricks and balls You know, if it really was the apocalypse, could I end up with a bad crowd? You know, I mean, I don't want to set traps and kill people. But if all the cool kids are doing it, you know what I mean? I'm very susceptible to peer pressure. And so should you be when I tell you that all your mates have already signed up to now. (laughs) And you should, too, if you want to watch The Last of Us like all the cool people are. Anyway, thanks very much for sponsoring the show. And now on with what I'm talking about. Hi, (laughs) tell you I'm being a real bad boy right now, and I'll tell you why. I'm in my car right now, uh, parked in my drive, um, with a with a can of beer, with a goddamn can of beer, like a goddamn American man, you know. I'm sitting here; I haven't driven anywhere. Um, It's the only place. Moving to a new gaff, and um, and it's nice. We have a house now; we have a home. I'm a home buyer. Um, In fact, I'm going to be getting on, uh, jumping on my good pal. Kieran's, Kieran uh, McQueen's, uh, crazy house prices. Uh, I am going to be jumping on his pod, um, and he actually gave me some great advice. I tell you, you go to a source. You know what I mean? This is a guy who pops on to you know Morning Ireland, tells people about a housing crisis. I call him, I call him friend. I call him friend, and I am like, yeah, here, how do I get a mortgage? Actually, I know you are talking about that to other people, and you are you know helping everyone else out, but actually, you just tell me as well. um well, no, he helped me out with a, with a with a surveyor. Anyway, really boring shit. Oh my god, you know what I mean? The first things I want to talk about. This is why I need I need like a detox. I need a detox. I need to be around a bunch of people I'm talking about Casino Royale. You know, I need to get into the shed. You know, um, and just be talking away and having my mates just talk about how amazing it is when that um that scene in Casino Royale, at the start where you have your man who's like the the parkour guy and he jumps through a little air vent because he's a little small lad. And then fucking Daniel Craig just belts through the wall, just crushes the wall. And you're like, isn't Bond normally trying to be like sleuthy and stealthy? And this is this is the Bond we're dealing with. A man who uses his face as a battering ram, you know, stunning face. Um, but So that's what I normally like to be talking about. But um, we've just been so wrapped up in getting this guy. And let me t- <laughs> read her. Oh, my God. Uh, when I have to do two things, no matter what they are, I'm in a really fucking pissed off mood. Anything. could be anything. It could be like, get milk, and then write a sketch in the same day. I'm like, you fucking... What, what, who am I? Sisyphus? Who am I? Gods! Why do you curse me? <laughs> you know? So, oh my God. We had a real run of it. Now, look. um, I am not one for believing in... Uh, I'll get on to why I'm in my car drinking a beer, right? I haven't driven anywhere. I've left my house to get into the car and drink the beer, because it's late at night before this podcast goes out, and it's the only time I had a chance to do this. And uh, the acoustics mate, aren't great in a new gaff, but um, but uh, so I've got, I'm in my i mean, I'm in my fucking car again. Might even call John. You know, might even call nine 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 on myself, be like, "There's a guy there. He's I mean, having a boozing in his car." I just have, just have them come here and give me hassle. That's in the fucking, That's in the mood I'm in here. I'm, like, I'm actually on my premises. Get off my premises. I am having an alcoholic beverage in my key soul. I got into the car. I haven't put the key in the ignition. Please leave my premises. Oh, tell you, I went down a tasty TikTok hole there. I'll get on to why I'm in the car having a beer now in a second, right? And um my new gaff and all that in a second, right? But I went down this TikTok hole, right, watching this guy, just this one guy right, he's got a TikTok page called like Scammers, you know uh, Beat the Scammers or something like that, right and um, he walks around Manchester City Centre and he's he, he basically knows this one bit of law, <laughs> right and he's spouting this to anyone who will listen, right is that there's this private company walking around called 3GS and they will stop people and fine them for like littering or like throwing cigarettes on the ground, right and that's usually what happens, someone's just flicking a butt and then you see these guys walk over and they're like taking the details, so he goes over to them Right, and he say, like, "Mate, have you given your details yet? They are a private company, right? They charge you're going to charge you only 20 quid, right? But only thirty quid's going to the council, right? Do not give me your details. If you give me your details, you are you are agreeing to be fined, you know." And then. And then, like, the guy's like, shut up. Like, a security guard's like, fuck off. Like, stop detain this, you know. Uh, you're not being detained. Ask this person. Ask this security man. Am I, am I being detained? He'll say no and just walk away. Go into the super drug. He cannot follow you in. He cannot follow you in. I watched about 100 of these videos, right? And you end up seeing the same security guys and their faces when they see this guy coming. <laughs> their faces just drop. This is my kind of fucking humor. Sticking it to the man sticking it to these fucking jobs worths. I feel bad for the people though, who are doing the job, though, because they're really, um, you know... Obviously, it's not a desirable job to be finding someone for something that you wouldn't want to be fined for. Do you know what I mean? But everyone's got to make a buck, you know, at the end of the day. So you feel, you know, I have a level of sympathy, but, you know, I'm kind of, you know... You're kind of speaking through the security person to the big, you know, to APCOA, for example. You know? They, you know, real, real fucking... Company. APCOA, apparently... Someone told me this. No, hang on, don't hang on. I don't know if this is true. Someone told me, but it's probably not true, that um if it's a Dublin City Council clamp, obviously you can't remove it, you'll be fined, but if it's a private company, they've essentially put their private property onto your private property and if you have a saw, <laughs> you can remove it, you know? Because I I had to pay the fine to get my thing off that time, right? To Apcoa. So I'll be interested now. I might even just go out to Woody's, buy the saw, you know, and just have it in the back, you know. Hopefully, Ari, I don't know if they're battery powered and they're powered by USB or like little um cigarette charger, but if you can, Appcoa, <laughs> you're in for it, mate. You're in for it, mate. I'm coming at you. Hey, you can call me bloody um, you can call me uh, what's his name? Little little fella, little fella on the bike. You can call me the little fella on the bike because I'm saw now. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Jigsaw? You can call me Jigsaw, because I'm Saw, and I'm going to be sawing off any of your little fucking things you put on my Kia Soul again, um, but I'm in my fucking car again, because I tell you what, I'm not going to lie, I'm getting this podcast in under the wire, I actually wasn't even going to do this pod, but luckily Terry and my daughter came home from hospital, they were in hospital, right? Um. I've had a bit of a bad, bad run of luck, right? Just, I don't like fucking believing in luck, unless it's good luck, me hearty. I don't know why not know fucking... Okay, I was going to say cowboy there. <laughs> Howdy, me hearty. Pistols at dawn, unless you be getting scurvy. Me. <laughs> me hearty. Uh, partner. Um, no, Terry, where everyone, everyone's fine, right? But there was... Um, they... There was a bit of a mad run of luck. I don't like believing in bad luck, right? I hate believing in bad luck because I don't, and I, I realized this recently. I actually kind of have been a bit of a fucking victim blamer. I really think I have. Like, there's, there's degrees of it. Obviously, if someone has had a really bad run of luck, I need to try and figure out the fucking logic in it. That's what. That's what. That's what's so fucking insidious about the whole secret thing and manifestation, is that actually there is a level of fucking judginess. To when things don't go someone's way and I and I I realize that even though I didn't believe that I did believe that, I kinda did believe that. Not in huge circumstance. I'm I'm not so fucking stupid as I can acknowledge someone's really bad luck or if they get really bad health. That's just something that trumps everything, do you know what I mean? And do you know what I mean? I don't even know if this is making sense. Anyway, I don't like really believing in luck, you know, bad luck, good luck, or any of that, you know, even though I can't consider myself very lucky, right? (laughs) None of this makes sense. But anyway, look. We did have a bad run of things, right? We um uh Terry had a bit of a bad recovery. Uh, there a few issues I had to get antibiotics for that were kind of debilitating, right, uh, in recovery from giving birth, literally, like, you know, about two months ago, right? Uh, then she threw her back out, you know, after this, right, and was immobile, right? Then uh i got uh then i had to go back in my 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 big nut came back right my big nut came back around the same time right then i was on antibiotics right then i had to go into uh the hospital again camera up my pee hole i'll be telling you more all about that in a second don't you worry it was very uncomfortable while the camera was up my pee hole i felt my tonsils <laughs> setting on fire i got tonsillitis right and i was on antibo- no other antibiotics for that right And then, that's why I had to cancel the Patreon podcast, or or, uh, to delay, uh, postpone Patreon podcast there last Friday. Then we were meant to be moving, right? Moving gap. We had to delay that. Then, uh, it was the day before the re-delayed date to move, right? And um, my darling, stunning daughter, I don't know why I say stunning, (laughs) she's a little baby, right? My gorgeous little baby, my 11-week-old baby Indy, uh, got a fever. A little baby with a fever, like 38.8 degrees, which is fucking huge, right? And then we had to go into um, Crumlin and Terry was in there with the baby for three days. And then I tried to call the movers and I'll throw these fuckers under the bus as well. Two men in a truck. Two men in a truck, right? Two men who don't give a fuck more like about my issues because they said I could delay the date, right? <laughs> it's only fucking Pam Margera moaning on Steve-O's podcast. And then, right? No, and then I, I I tried to delay the date because my daughter was in fucking the hospital and no one knew what was wrong with her. and She's fucking burning up. She was in there fucking three days. And so I was in there at four o'clock in the morning. I left them an email, called them and called them and called them. Eventually they picked up a 10 and I was like, I can't do the move today, you know? And they're like, okay, that's fine, but we're going to have to charge you 500 quid. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Do you not hear? The heart monitor behind me, you fucking clown, you know? So they wouldn't move it. And I was like, do you know what? Just fucking come. I'm not giving you that fucking money. So I ended up having to just move. I ended up just having to move while Terry was in hospital and I had Sonny. And luckily... You know, I was able to drop them off with family and everything like that. But then I had to just move and just fuck everything into the boxes. It was a very fucking... And I had tonsillitis and very stressful. But, my, you know, she's out of the hospital now. She's fine. Fever went down. It's fine. But you have to... This is something I fucking realize now, right? Something that's wrong with me, right? Realized two things the last couple of weeks. Um, one is that manifestation shit. Great, if you want to believe it great if you feel like it's fueling you to go forward right but leave it 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 begins and ends with you don't you fucking put that shit on anyone else right (laughs) and it doesn't also exist as well you know it doesn't exist and health is a sort of thing that just you know doesn't come into the whole the secret visualize positive stay positive all you want that's great but don't be fucking i realize oh shit because this is a bad run of luck and i didn't cause this (laughs) through negative thinking you know what i mean and I just need to be fucking careful of how I view other people's misfortunes in the future, right? So that's one thing I realized. Second thing I realized, right, was that my baby had a temperature. And my first instinct when Terry said that she thinks his baby has a temperature was to say, I'm sure it'll be grand, right? <laughs> my first instinct was to emotionally resolve the situation, right? That's no fucking use of this baby burning up. Like, I'm sure it's grand. but I, And I didn't say that, luckily. But I was like, every urge in me is trying to figure out a way of making this not a thing. You know what I mean? But it is a thing. Even though it's a minor thing, it was enough of a thing to go into hospital for three nights. You know what I mean? But I realized that this whole emotional, fucking, you know, hope hope we're all on the same plane, field here, guys. Are we all cool? We're cool, though, right? Me? baby's <laughs> baby's burning up. But you and me are all right, Terry, right? You know what I mean? That could fucking hurt someone. I'm not... I'm just... I need to be a lot more fucking practical. Terry is like, I don't care if you like me, you know, it's like Tony Soprano, you know, you don't have to love me, but you will respect me, you know, because we need to get shit done here. This kid needs to go. Now we did be like, and then I realized, no, like I need to be, I need to be the person who's overly cautious. I need to be the person who's like, that was probably a bit too much. You know, I probably shouldn't have done that, you know, but, um. You know what I mean? I should, I, maybe, maybe we we you jumped ahead, but uh, you know, if it's a baby, it's under three months, and they got a temperature. There's nothing you can do. The babies aren't supposed to have a fever. You know, there's nothing you can do. Uh, other than go to A and E, so we're in A and E and in there for three days. But so anyway, I realize that about me, right? That this whole, you know, uh, are we all on the same emotional level here, guys? Shit you can actually end up getting someone hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure it's grand. You know, I'm a young fella fucking falling on like a. You know, a spiky gait with a leg, with his fucking, with a spike piercing through his leg. And I'm like, but are we all cool? <laughs> you know, I need to get this shit out of me, you know. Um, there's levels of safety that I kind of avoid because that would be a bit of a bad vibe. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I kind of, I'm like, I don't, I I don't want to think about that because that would be, you know, too worrying, too concerning, you know. And sorry if this is all, I'm all over the place, kind of scatterbrained at the moment. But it's been fairly fucking, fairly full on. You know, um, between literally trying to move calf with, you know, my wife and kid in the hospital at the same time, you know. Um, It's a good fucking excuse to have, though. That's what so pissed me off about two men in a truck. Because that's a really good excuse for moving something. You know what I mean? And I know I talk about this all the time, about me not believing that people can get sick, even though I've been sick more now since having kids as I ever have in my whole life, right? People do get sick. It's real. And they're not really able to do shit, you know. But when I'm telling you that I can't meet you for the job because I'm in the hospital and you're telling me it's going to charge Oh my God. Just like put, think, I have a fucking, I don't know who the guy was, right? I was very disappointed. Two men and a truck is again the name of that company. Two men and a truck is the name of the company that were charging me 500 euro to delay a date, to delay a move date. You know, even though they told me that I could move it at any point. I could rechange the date. Now, I can appreciate this is under 24 hours. Maybe they could have booked another job in. But I also know they all have days that are they're completely fucking wide open because the day that I picked was a day they had no other jobs on. You know what I mean? 500 euro. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, I'm sorry here with your daughter. 500 euro, please. It's half a grand, please. <coughs> that would just be, you know... Ah, Jesus Christ, that's 500 euro. <laughs> you all right? Sorry, sorry, two things. Firstly, that'll be 500 euro. And secondly, is she okay, like? <laughs> that's two men on a truck is the name of the company that were charging me 500 euro <laughs> so uh, I won't be getting them again it was probably too much of an extravagant thing we had movers we had movers because of all this stuff with Terry now luckily her back's much better you know she's um, she's almost finished her run of antibiotics you know but um, I'll tell you what the biggest ball like, of moving is right everyone's like focused on like the boxes and the beds and the couches no, no, no. It's, all, it's just It's just when you have you think you've moved everything now, and then there's just a lot of pens on the ground. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to bend over, picking a lot of pens that are on the ground, like little lighters, you know, checking in the drawers, and you're like, what am I going to Like, I, I found a little, <laughs> a little bottle of poppers in my underwear drawer, right? I didn't know it was there. A little bottle of poppers. And I'm like, where am I putting that now? I'm not just going to put it in my pocket. I'm just going to have to bring that, you know? you just. It's that last few phases when you're getting all the, sh- the last shit, and then it's just going into a bag and there's hangers bursting out the side of the bag, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, where, are gonna, where am I going to put these poppers? Toiletries? In what my young fella's nightly, do you know what I mean? I did burn, I burn my nose and I used to be a fiend. Not a fiend for the poppers, but if there was a bottle of poppers there, I'd finish it. <laughs> I'd be finishing that bottle of poppers, um, you know. And the decorum as well, like, you know, the fact that I just bought it in Miss Fantasia. And I'm like, well, it's legal. So I'm going to huff it here in this restaurant. (laughs) You know, well, never like that, you know. But I did go to London when I was 21. And now 20, maybe 19, maybe 19. And uh, there was poppers going around. And so much of it, I burnt my feltrum, (laughs) like seared my feltrum. I had to come back with a little pseudo cream on it. And I was like, what happened? And I was like, we were doing flame and sambuka shots. Guess who didn't blow out their flame? <laughs> you know? Which I don't know. I'd probably, if My son was like, I didn't blow out my flaming sambuka shot. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Is my son so stupid as to not evade fire? Even Frankenstein evades fire. <laughs> like, the, the you know, the queen. Uh, alien. From aliens avoids fire. You just didn't avoid fire, you know. He's like, oh, I do. I did poppers? Okay, I can understand that. That's a human instinct to, to be, you know, <laughs> to do a rake load of poppers, right? But you don't. Okay, thank God, you know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna have my beer here. Speaking of uh, human instinct for excess, here I am. I'm gonna a beer in my car. What are you doing there? This is my private property. Please leave my car. This car is technically now my house, and I'm allowed drinking my house. Can you leave? Can you leave my house? <laughs> you know, that's what I was thinking. If a guard came here, you know, or one of those Lewis conductors, you know. Um, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I got tonsillitis with a with a camera up my. Look, we all know the words that we would call my pee hole, but I can't say it. It's mad. Everyone says it all the time. I'm going to just say what people say, right? And I say it as well. And I love Japan, okay? I love Japan, and I love the Japanese people. And I also do love that word for my urethra. But it's fucking so racist. It's so racist. It's awful. It's despicable. You know? It's insane. It's like something out of an old book, you know. It's like something out of a like a Tom and Jerry uh, cartoon that they've had to like delete from existence, you know. Um, the word that about your urethra, your your man's man's urethra. Like, what would you call the, the your pee hole? I know, but you're not supposed to say that. No, think about why you're not supposed to say that. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, you're not supposed to say that. Um, if you're a girl and you don't know what I'm talking about, ask. A man, what they? What's the racist term they call their Pee hole. It's mad. There's no other word for it, though. You know, I'm just gonna call it the sour. because it's the same kind of vibe, you know. My little sour and slice. <laughs> anyway, they yanked it. They put up a telescope of my sour and slice, and I saw everything. <laughs> I saw everything. I saw hobbits. Everyone hiding from me up there. No, I went into the um. My epididymitis came back, right? My my ball got big again. In fact, I already talked about this before on the Patreon podcast. I was doing the Bureau de Change song. It's been big since Christmas, right? Since before Christmas, did the Bureau de Change Christmas edition where we all sing like made up Christmas songs? And I was dancing around to my song, in the dress rehearsal, and then Joe McGuckin comes up to me from Darren Joe. He's like, "Man, what's the fucking crack? Like, what do you have in your cacks? Is that like a fake dick? Like?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Is that just your your dick then?" And I was like, "No." And he goes, oh, fuck. Like, he realized he put his foot in it. And I was like, no, I have a big nut, right? It's medically big, right? It's a epididomitis. And he's like, oh, fuck. And I was like, shit. i have been there, like, what, dancing around like a fucking pendulum? Like a Newton's... Uh, Newton's cradle? I didn't realize that. I didn't realize I was shaking it like a... Like a office desk toy from the 90s. You know? That's what a Newton's cradle is. The clack, 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 you know? It's called a Newton's cradle, actually. Um... So I um, was there shaking my big bollocks, and he noticed. So I I thought, you know, I couldn't get anyone to look at it, you know. I mean, I could get anyone to look at it, they'd desperately want to see it, but anyone who knew what they were doing, you know, to actually look at it, a proper urologist, you know. A urologist! I love cocks! <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up, John Joe? A urologist! Because <laughs> I love cocks! Um, I don't know, that's not a some homo slander or whatever, him. I'm just, you know, because he loves clocks. He was I wanted to be a horologist, you know. Um anyway, look, moving on. You remember John Joe from Late This is him now. <laughs> and a picture of fucking uh, Gary Glitter or something. That's the sort of that's the sort of clickbait I click into. Remember John Joe from the Late Late Toy Show? This is him now. And is it like, clearly Gary Glitter? But like but, but why is it Gary Glitter? Click on it, porn. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> but it couldn't be Gary Glitter. What's that? What's that? Why is he saying that's Gary Glitter? Click Oh fuck. <laughs> Some Marge and Lois Griffin giving themselves a scissor. Why did I click on this gif? You know. Anyway, look, moving on. Um, yeah. So I went in. I went to the doctor. Guess what he told me? Guess what he told me? He said, "Boy, you better have your nut drained, no matter what you do." Um. So he has he to have a look at it, but he wanted to make sure there was nothing, um, nothing nefarious going on. This is my urologist, right? So he's like, uh, "We want to do a flow flexi test." I'm like, "That sounds fun. That sounds cool, right?" And um, we want to have a look, all right? And I'm like, "Okay." I know he means camera up my, you know, up my. You can't say that, Tony anyway I went in and they had first they had to do a little you know scan on my on my body and some of the doctors like touch your penis and other doctors are like can you please just move your shaft up to your belly please <laughs> they're trying to look at my nuts you know some of the doctors are like no it's fine look I'll, I'll move whatever I'll get I'll, um, I'll get a winch in here to move this fucking schlong you know <laughs> you know Um, now they don't because it be you know, cold, as it'd be cold. But our, you know but then other doctors are like Can you please just move your shaft up to your belly, please? So I can see. And I'm like, oh God, you know. I don't know what's appropriate, you know. Um but anyway, so they have they had a little look, they had a little scan on it in the morning, right? A little little MRI. This is also I had a big full bladder, right? They had had I a, had to have a big fl- full full bla- bladder for the flow flexi, right? Apparently. And so they wanted a big full bladder and so they were like pushing down on my stomach, you know, when you need to pee and you just push down your stomach just to f- see what it feels like. <laughs> I was trying to find the most relatable, you know, that sensation. But like, do you ever do that? Or someone pushes down on you because, you, you know, if you've got a brother and, you know, you know, if you're a, if you're a boy with a brother, then you've definitely had your brother like sit on you when you needed to pee because they're trying to push it into your, you know what I mean? and it's really uncomfortable so they were doing that you know and they were like okay looks good went upstairs to do the flow flexi which I found out later was just pissing in a bucket I'm like done this at home you know but I loved it because I kind of like peeing in places you know I like peeing but you know I I like peeing in places that aren't a toilet you know as well you know against a tree um, you know in a bucket is good as well you know so this was fun for me you know so she had a little towel, the woman had put a little towel down and put a bucket in there. Now I was like, what's the scientific test here? Like, I've already given you a urine sample. And they're like, pee more, though, in the bucket, you know? I'm like, all right, whatever. There's a camera in here. I hope you're making fucking mint off this, you know? But, um, so I peed in the bucket. And then I got chat your one. Uh, the nurse and she was lovely she was like i told her i was a comedian she's like uh well my future son-in-law is actually a techno dj He's just back from berlin and i'm like i love that you know that about him that's amazing you know what i mean i love that he told you all that and that you support him and she goes i support him like, absolutely i support him i've signed every petition there is to keep nightlife going even longer in dublin city i think it's a fucking travesty you know I'm like, i fucking love this woman she's great you know and um, we were chatting away and then she was like you need to go in to meet the actual urologist, urologist, and there was John Joe in his bottle glasses, um, with um, with a big camera. Now, what they, what happened was they had to, so they were like, "We're gonna give you." A, so this is what's gonna happen, right? We're gonna take your penis, and I was okay, great, you know. Uh, and I'm like, "So you're gonna be the one holding it?" And, yeah, good to know. Good to know because you know some of these people, him like, they want to fucking cancel me, you know, because <laughs> I don't know whether you're, are you gonna hold it or am I gonna hold it? We just need to get. Can we get this? Can we just deal with the money now, right? So this doesn't get messy. I'm going to leave the money on the nightstand. Who's going to hold what? You know. Um. So he hold. He's going to hold it, and he's like, "I'm going to give it a little clean." And I was like, "I was really excited. <laughs> I was really excited about that." I'm like, "Glass. You know, this stranger's going to give my willy a clean. You know, medically clean penis. That's great. You know. Like I have I don't be using antiseptic on my penis. You know. Should I? <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> how clean? How clean is your schlong? Um, so we use it. I think he's like, we're going to give it anesthetic and then we're going to, um, put a telescope in it. Right. And I go, put a telescope in it. That sounds very, that sounds rather big. I says, (laughs) I says a telescope. Well, (laughs) that sounds rather big. I'd prefer maybe something small, like a microscope. And I know obviously a microscope isn't small. I still wouldn't want a fucking microscope of my, um, (whistles) of my, my urethra, you know? Um, but he's like, no, no, actually, no, he didn't even laugh. I said, uh, uh, oh, well, a tel- telescope, that sounds very big. And he goes, No, it's a camera. And I'm like, Yeah, I know. I wasn't acting like you were going to fucking be, you know, mapping the fucking stars with it, bro. I'm just trying to lighten the mood here, man. Right? Although I tell you, if you did need a telescope for my for my Johnson, yeah, get that one that mapped the whole fucking galaxy, man. Get the one that's, uh, give you a one terabyte image of the stars. That's the one you want to be using in my shlong. No, I was nervous and I was like, you know okay good do that right and um and so then he was like and here's a little screen so you get to watch everything and i'm like this is no, this is one tour you know this is not the viking splash bro i don't really want to (laughs) know i don't really want to watch it you know um the viking piss tour so i didn't really want and i'm a bit annoyed with that because look I have I, I, I kind of expect a few things to happen in my life, right? And that aren't going to happen. Like, I expect to move to Hollywood one day, you know? Not because I believe, you know. Just, you know, you have these fantasies when you're like a kid. Oh, I live in Hollywood. I want to live in New York, you know? I'm prob- I'll probably own one of those little Sony robot dogs one day, you know? Um, I'll, I'll have an indoor pool. You know, things you just fantasize about. And one of the things I've always fantasized about was being shrunk down and put into my body. And here was an opportunity like gifted to me. And I just couldn't watch because I tell you what, it was fucking sore. Hmm. It doesn't belong up there. They don't want you here. You don't belong here, telescope of my urethra. I didn't like it at all. And I tell you what, didn't make a good first impression because what I didn't realize about getting the anesthetic is, right? I thought he would give it a little clean and that would be the anesthetic. I kind of mixed up his little words because he was so chill about everything, this urologist. Then he put a needle In it. A needle. Do you know the way there are movies that if someone did that to a person, that would be like the standout moment of a movie that is awful. If a murderer put a needle in someone's dick, you'd be like, do you remember the fucking needle scene? And here I am on a, on a like a, whatever, Wednesday afternoon. And he's putting a needle in my chanson. You muppet. I didn't like it. And then he puts a camera up there. And look, I don't care if this is a, a you know, a little pinwheel camera, a little pinhole camera, pee hole camera. I don't care what size it is. It's too big to be going in there, right? And I kept feeling like I needed a pee. And I kept like... He put the camera in, right? And I kept going. And he's like, now you're going to feel a bit weird. And I could... F- All right, if you're squeamish, right? Skip ahead this detail. This detail... Told, Terry stood up from the table and told me to fuck off and I told her this detail, right? <laughs> I could feel it. The camera which goes, it's not as flexible as I thought. And as it was going up my urethra, this camera, I could feel it like straightening out the tubing in me. And it pushing past my prostate. <laughs> uh, and he's like, There your lungs or there your lungs and I was like, There's your kidneys, there's your um your prostate or whatever, it all looks good, all looks good, you know. And I was like, How are you so fucking chill? Like, I know you can't be freaking out like me, but it's so weird that you're setting a tone here that I would never be on board with. It's kinda of like peer pressure, to be honest. That he's like, And then we're just gonna do that, and we're gonna put a little... Gonna stab your cock, and then we're gonna put something that's too big for in you know, it there, and um, everyone's gonna be fine, you know. Um, like that's why aren't people like? I know they can't be, but it's very scary when someone isn't like. Look, man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about this, but we have to put like, this is gonna be so fucked up. It's so fucked up. So fucked up. You know why can't they be on the energy that you are? Because obviously, it's gonna then magnify your energy, and you're all gonna be freaking out. He's gonna be screaming, putting it like, bringing the needle over. It. I can't believe I'm doing this you know and you don't want that but fuck me Uh, it wasn't and then it was like you know it was sore after it felt like someone had scraped my urethra which he did you know Um, and then and then in a month's time I have to actually just get my ball drained you know basically it was a bit of a um, like a shit fungi tour you know I mean, good and that, like, you know, everyone had a good time, but, like, no one spotted the dolphin and no one spotted that in bad, which I suppose in my case is good, you know. There's no, like, inflamed prostate or anything like that going on. None going on my kidneys, not going on my prostate, you know. Uh, it's purely some hydroseal bollocks going on in my bollocks. Um, so there you are. That's a nice, uh, tasty little one-two on getting things up my pee hole that don't belong there. Um, and literally while it was up in fact, I said it on Instagram that that you know I got a I had tonsillitis and I wasn't able to I had to postpone fortunately the Tony Awards 2023 they've been postponed to the 2nd of March if you have tickets they are still valid for the 2nd of March in the Workmans um, and hopefully still joining me on that date I have to confirm will be Michael Fry and Fiona Frawley but um, I said that I had to postpone the gig and this is because I had tonsillitis but literally the day before I was talking about how I had a Camera at my pee hole, and someone messaged me being like, Jesus Christ, how far did I stick that fucking camera? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, all the way up to my tonsils, apparently. It was weird though, like, you know, my tonsils were as big as my bollocks, which were big. Uh, well, one of them at least, you know. It's almost like, hey, did, they, did that little antiseptic wipe, you know, maybe wipe me out and someone do the old switcheroo on me? You know, someone do the old John Woo face off, replace my bollocks with my tonsils. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm Cast <a> Troy. <laughs> Gurgling on bollocks, you know. Um so that was that was me. Um and so then all this stuff, you know, with my um my darling my darling baby fucking babies, man. The kids, sick kids, man. I I oof, like I know I don't, you know. It's tough in there. I feel bad. Like we, we got, we were very, very lucky to get in and get out, you know. Um, You know, but I, like with Terry, Terry not being there, not being around. Like I used to think that like when Terry, when Terry goes on like a holiday, I get like a takeaway. And, you know, I kind of like my hygiene <laughs> wouldn't be as on point, you know, and I wouldn't be as neat. And I wouldn't be making my bed as much and I would be dropping my clothes where they fall, you know, and then walking out of them, you know, that kind of vibe. Uh, Dishes in the sink, that kind of thing. And I and I used to think that it was just like, you know, me consciously living the batch life, you know, Uh, I'm not talking about Brennan's there, you know, like living like the kind of badass bachelor life. Be like, yeah, yeah, fucking, you know, cats away. But I actually think my brain disappears. I actually think my brain, (laughs) I think like she's kind of. She's kind of like, I'm kind of like an iPhone and she's like a little wireless charger, you know, sitting beside me and then she goes and then all of a sudden I'm like, (laughs) you know, 1%. You know, when you open up Instagram and it opens up too slow and you're like, oh, fuck, here's my phone going off. You know, that's me walking around trying to do everything, you know. This is opening very slow. And then maybe it's it's, it's either too hot. This phone is either too hot or it has 1% battery, you know. That's what it's like when Terry being away, which is probably a really sweet thing for me to say, but it's not really, it's kind of a, (laughs) Bit too un- <laughs> It's a bit unfair amount of pressure to put on my wife, you know. But it is like uh, missing, uh, not even a limb, I'd say like a node of my brain. My wife is away, you know. But the cat did play. Oh, my God, did the cat play. Oh, my God. Well, not really at all. Played a bit of The Last of Us, though. I'm really enjoying it now. I know this podcast is sponsored by now, but I think it's really good. I'm enjoying it. And I'm playing <clears throat> playing the remake again. And it actually, do you know what? I was skeptical about the remake um, but then I got sent a free version from PlayStation and it's really, it's really good. Even if you, if, if an idea to pl- replay The Last of Us is on the horizon for you, I mean, maybe wait until it's on sale, but I would highly recommend it. It plays so much better and it looks amazing. The light looks amazing. I can't believe how much more they've derived from the mocap performances of Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker as uh, Joel and, and as Ellie and Joel respectively uh, like there's stuff going on with the eyes and smirks there's a there's a kind of half Mona Lisa smile that Ellie does when Joel gives her uh, a gun for the first time and asks her to cover him and she's like you know he she, she he thanks her for saving his life earlier and she goes like nope you know you're welcome because he obviously was too stubborn to actually say thank you but she has this kind of half smile and this it's a It's a whole facial performance there that was totally missing from the original game that they've totally upgraded so it is it is worth it you know some of the levels still play like a ten year old p s three game because sometimes you can just forget where you're going and there's no no like way markers and stuff like that. There was something about the last of Us part two that it was a bit more feng shui or you kind of knew where you were going around this way you're kind of there's a bit of backtrack and you don't fully know where you're going. I also play with an access, accessibility mode turned on so I can see where all the drawers are. I turn on this kind of colour blind mode so that I can see where all the drawers are. <laughs> so I can see where all the loot is. Um But um but yeah, look, that's me. I'm gonna go in now to my house to give Terry a break because she literally has spent like sixty hours um with a baby on her in a reclining seat and now I've just been she's come home from hospital and I'm like, yeah, i yeah. I got to speak to my fans, you know, but I was actually going to uh, call and sick this one because I didn't really have a fucking breath to myself. Um, but look, thanks very much for listening to this pod. And um, if you would like to come to a few things in the next couple of weeks, uh, if you're coming, here's an important one. If you're coming to GUTF, that's Get Up to Fuck, uh, in uh, the Mermaid Theatre in Bray on the 17th or the 22nd in Liberty Hall Theatre, great that you're coming. And there's tickets available if you're still not coming. There's only a handful left. Um, a handful might be. I'm I'm exaggerating there. There's, there's there's a few. Um, but it's mostly mostly sold. Um, but if you're coming to either one of those gigs, uh, let me know if you want to be featured in a segment called uh, Faces of Era where, if you've been to a gig of mine, I do like to look at your Instagrams and I do like to analyse them. So if you would like to have your Instagram analysed by me and Shane Daniel Byrne and a slew of our guests for a morning TV segment live on stage, let me know what gig you're going to. Message me on Instagram. Let me know what gig you're going to. And if you have a public Instagram, that makes it easy for me to actually look at your stuff. Um, The postponed date for the Tonys, 2023, uh, is March 2nd in The Workman. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And soon to be announced, there will be a live uh, Eurovision watch-along. I'll give you my two cents on the Eurovision as well. No, I don't want to say anything bad. I don't want to say anything bad. I didn't really like any of the songs. And I I, I need to just change my brain. I don't want to be a Scrooge McFuck about something that I love and the country that I love going to it. But just send a fucking trad act. Stop trying to do pop like... I, Wild Youth seem like a really great band, do you know what I mean? But, like, Man of Skin is in all recent memory. So if it's not, I just don't know why you would even just... Like, we seem to be looking at what's the best song we can make of Ireland, reaching out to the select few. I do not trust the people who are trying to find these six songs. And why are you gatekeeping these songs on the fucking late late? Why? So, like, you can show it. I know it's the most watched show for Ireland but you're you're putting it directly in the line of fire for people who are just going to favor the safest possible option. Can you not remember we don't realize what we're doing here. We're trying to be the best song or the best representation of our culture or an aspect of representation of our culture, whether it be trad, whether it be a a a a group, a subgenre of people that don't necessarily get the time that we want to highlight. You're fucking, fa- you're do, you're sending false Ireland. We're not just trying to find the safest option that the Late, Late Show audience are going to watch. And how dare you gatekeep my favourite thing behind the fucking the the, the two-hour Lately Late episode. Speaking of which, next week I will be watching the Lately Late Valentine special. Um, which I like to watch and I'll be very nice this time I, I realise that Ireland is a very very small island and I had like three or four people get on to me after the last episode being like hey you know we're just like you're having fun you know maybe you don't be <laughs> I'm like okay sorry I don't think you be having a go um, but anyway that's coming up and I'll maybe give a more deep dive as to the Eurovision but we're going to be watching it live anyway and we will be cheering Ireland on regardless if they're in it which they won't be uh, with the greatest respect to Wild uh, they're not going to make the finals and um, with Respect, I love, I love, I love that they're a cute band, good, good on you, you know. But like, you wouldn't send me, do you know what I mean? Like, not everyone can do everything because you want them to be able to do something, do you know what I mean? As much as like they seem lovely, and yeah, I'm fucking, I'm being dickhead now, being a dickhead now, but anyway, look, thanks very much for listening to the pod. Um, I'm gonna stop uh, being a little dickhead. Bye-bye.